Welcome to Shanghai Chronicles. This is episode 95, Homecoming Season. I hope everyone had a wonderful work week. While we get into this good work weekend, okay? This good, not work weekend, sorry, weekend, okay? Um, I'm recording the show a little bit earlier today, so you guys can get your tea earlier than Monday. Um, it's my homecoming today. And we're celebrating 10 years, Lincoln University. So I can't wait to see all my good, 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 good friends and good girlfriends. Okay. Um, so let's get into the show. So first we have up is Damn America. Ja Rule, who really is on the record? Is it Ashanti or J-Lo? So, you know, I came across the article where people had asked Ja Rule multiple times, Who's singing the background vocals on his famous song? Um, damn, I even forgot the damn song, but it's definitely a classic. It's probably going to come to my mind in a few. And his whole thing was like, oh, you know, I'm not a producer, um, but, you know, it was fixed like this. And then Ashanti came in and did this. So basically, just from what he was saying, it sounded like Ashanti did the background vocals and it wasn't J-Lo. But J-Lo, I think, got props for the song. Um, My thing is, it never has been a mystery who was singing the song, actually, until all of this came out. I think the song, so much within itself, was such a good song and a good hit, and it had a catchy hook that nobody really paid attention to any of that. I don't even think no one even cared that much about the whole album in the first place. Um, So, I think that was just funny how now, all of a sudden, that is all coming up now, as far as the song is concerned. Now, if he dubbed Ashanti off of the record and not like give her no props and everything went to J-Lo because probably at the time J-Lo was so hot I'm not sure but I do feel like if he did that that was a little sketchy like I don't um I would think that that would be a little bit uh, too far-fetched because they're supposed to be like brother and sister, him and Ashanti. So I would think that he would give his sister and training props when it comes to the song, but I guess not. Um, Oh, it's the I'm Real song, I believe. So the thing with that is Ashanti, I feel like, if we're just talking about her, she's not getting that much recognition anymore. Like nobody is recognizing um Ja Rule and Ashanti like, you know, Ashanti. No one is like 
really understanding that Shanti can sing, as Shanti is a performer, she can blow. So I think this whole thing coming out, people are probably like realizing too, like, okay, she's finally getting the recognition she deserves. She's dope. She's good. Whatever the case may be. Um, the thing about this whole thing is like, you never know what, what, what goes on behind closed doors. Like we probably would have never would have known this if someone didn't, you know, bring it up or make it a big thing. Cause I honestly do not think it's a big thing. Like I think that people are really taking it out of proportion. They're really making it something that it doesn't need to be. And at the end of the day, he had two good stars on his song with him um, and the record was a bop. Um, I hope that when J-Lo performs at the Super Bowl that, you know, she performs that song or, you know, a snippet of the song and even fuck bring the Ja Rule out. Who knows? But I mean, at this point, when he gets interviewed about it, I think he should just say that both of them were on the song, pretty much. He shouldn't even really break down or say like, oh, well, you know, Ashanti recorded this part and then J-Lo came in and recorded that part and Ashanti did the overlay of the vocals. Like, just don't even do any of that because it just makes it look real, you know, a little suspect to me. So, I don't know. But uh, next Damn America topic is what are eight reasons why people go back to their college homecoming? So... Eight reasons for me would be people want to see their friends that, you know, this is their time of bonding where they met each other. So they want to, you know, reminisce about certain things. Then people go back to show off how good they look, how much weight they probably lost, how in college you thought you wasn't like, you know, I wasn't popular, but now I'm that bitch, you know, I'm that nigga. Um, people go back to show off in front of their exes, niggas that they looked at and was like, damn, I really messed with that nigga when I was like 20, 21. Ugh, like, you know, so you go off to go show off. Then people go and look at these fake ass relationships, you know, because Instagram gives us all these fake people when it's really not, you know, the real person, the real deal. So we get to see all of that. Then you get to go back to to hear people lie about what they doing, but they really not doing it for real. So they just boosting themselves up. And then you go back to, you know, feel like you're in college again, get that college experience again, get that fraternity uh and sorority little glance of life that you so-called have been thinking that they think you miss you know you go do all that then you go see the new kids you reminisce you look at the old buildings you look at wasn't what wasn't here what was here you know things have changed especially if you've been out of school for like 10 years so that's why some people go to homecoming now for me the eight reasons why I go is because I like to be nosy. I like to talk to people, see what the fuck they got going on, see what the fuck they really doing because that Instagram shit don't be working. Then I like to go. So I like the road trip. I like the scenic routes we take. I like, you know, being with my friends that I'm still good friends with to this day. Then I like to go and shit on them niggas that thought they wanted me and thought that was this and thought that was that. But I'm really, you know, still that bitch. And, you know, then I looked at like to go and look at the girls that I wanted to beat their ass, but I'm so mature now, so I can't even fucking fight, you know? 
And then I go back because I want to just, you know, reminisce, have a good time. Look at the new stuff that was there. Look at what my, you know, money is going to towards when I donate. You know, shit like that. So, you know, this homecoming season... <clears throat> It's going to be a great one for the books. Um, I'm sure we're going to have a really good time. I'm sure people are going to have these sob ass stories of why they didn't really fuck with me for real, but I don't really give a fuck. You know, I'm sure niggas is going to be out the world world talking about how bad they wanted me in college, blah, 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 blah. You know, the whole rundown, the whole spill. And, you know, at the age that I'm in right now, you know, I'm just so mature. I just love taking in all the compliments and all the blessings. So I'm definitely not going to stop it. I'm just going to encourage it more so niggas can keep doing it but you know i think this may be my final year going back for homecoming i may i may this is a quick may i may go back for next year don't know but i wasn't there so i probably wouldn't give a fuck about going back there but you know you never know what your people be into okay uh so I know those were our damn America topics. I know with that Ja Rule thing, it kind of caught me off guard. So I didn't really have that much to say about it. Um, honestly, it was kind of like a little filler, to be honest. Because um, nothing was really damning in America in the thing. So, uh, uh, so let's get into our rising star. Of course, I said our rising star would be a breast cancer survivor since it's October. Um, so her name is Monica McMillan. And... She was diagnosed in December 2017 with stage 3 breast cancer, stage breast C. Um, she had three strands and one was her two. Uh, she did her treatments at Duke Cancer Center. Uh, she started her major chem- uh, um, chemotherapy treatments in February 6, 2018 to May 22, 2018. Um, she did um, lumpectomy. On June 19, 2018, and she continued uh, chemo until January 29, 2019. She also did radiation therapy from July 30th to September 11th. And she's blessed to have such an amazing support system from her family, friends, co-workers, and her church family, plus the amazing Duke team. So most importantly, she gives every glory and thanks to God. So shout out to Monica for being a breast cancer survivor. And we lift you up, girl, and good black excellence. Um, so of course, you know, the twerk something is going to segment is coming up now. And I, of course, am going to be having me a wonderful time celebrating 10 years at Lincoln University. So I'm definitely going to be twerking and getting my ass, not getting my ass out there, but you know, letting niggas see what a bitch look like. Okay. Okay. Uh, so Basketball Wise Reunion Part 1. Okay, so I seen clips of it. I told myself that I wasn't going to watch it. I was just going to, you know, go off of the clips. So I'm getting my hair done and I'm like, fuck it, let me watch it. So I watch it. Okay, this is the problem that I have. Phoebe Wig looks horrible. Horrible, okay? Horrible. So... Whoever is on her team, who's ever does her hair, she needs to fire them because they made her look crazy. Um, of course, you know, it wouldn't be any drama without Jackie Christie. So Jackie Christie was arguing because she feel like she should be sitting next to the co-host on one end, just like Shawnee sitting next to the co-host on one end. Well, we thought it would have been Evelyn, but, you know, they didn't set it up that way. And Evelyn really didn't care that much. 
everyone's there. Jen's there looking good. Her dress looked good. I did hear some snippet about people saying her, they didn't like her dress, but I thought it was all right. Um, then we have OG. OG's finally getting her hair looking like something. The hair's getting laid, whatever. My problem with OG is this. This show has been on for decades now. It's been on for a very, very, very long time. Anything that has occurred on the show, no one has taken it to this level of intensity like this girl has. She brings up the, you know, are they afraid of me because I'm dark skin type thing, comment or whatever, the colorism thing. And we know that colorism is a really big thing, not thing, but a really big issue amongst the black community and also in the year 2019. My thing with her is if this was going to be the storyline that you pulled, it was just like, you know... Maybe you need some facts to back that up because that show has had so many shades of brown women on the show that I am just flabbergasted as to why she thinks that they have a problem with her because she's darker skin. Also, if someone refers to you and says, you know, you look like a gorilla, you look like Godzilla, they're not talking about your skin complexion they're basically referring to you as being ugly as fuck so that's that's a difference that's the difference there so like if somebody say oh man you look like a butterfly oh they mean i'm looking flying around looking flying gorgeous you know nobody is going to think like these crazy thoughts of like colors and shit like no so that's my issue there with that whole situation. Like, that just really brought the show down to me. <clears throat> it puts the show in this perspective where they don't want to be in the perspective. So, it was just a lot. Um, they also, and this is this has nothing against who I like or who I don't like. This is just being a fan of the show for so long. They need to cancel the show, to be honest. The show needs to be done. And the reason why the show needs to be done is because there is no purpose for the show. No one is a wife except for Jackie Christie and that girl Kristen. Everyone else is either divorced, have dated, baby mother, you know, they're not in that lifestyle and of course we're never going to get people that are really in that lifestyle because you know one it's a lot of things that they're not trying to share and let people know and two they just be busy as fuck and i feel like with this show canceled they need to bring back the shows that did kind of you know matter and felt some type of way which was like baller wives and wags those shows were good they were really actually wives we've seen some good things on there it wasn't as Intense as basketball wise, but it looks like it could get up there. I just think that with everything that happened with Evelyn and OG, I think it's to the next level. Um, I think I like the OGs on the show, like the older 
cast members. I like them on the show. Look, you see what Mona Sky's doing. She's bringing back all the OGs from New York, you know. So I just can't do people that take sensitive topics as colorism and try to paint that as their narrative and their storyline for the show. And then for you to have your weak ass boyfriend up there arguing back and forth with a bunch of women. That was just low because it's just like, okay, nigga, why are you arguing back and forth with a bunch of women? Second of all, you talking about they whack as fuck. You look whack as fuck and broke as fuck. Ain't got no money. Hair ain't done. You just looking bummy, okay? And you coming at a bitch that got a baby, two babies by a nigga that's playing pro ball like you want to play, okay? So sometimes you have to watch, you know, things that you choose to, you know, argue about and I guess so-called, what's it called, support your girl, whatever the fuck it is that she was doing. I don't know, but didn't need to happen. Um, So I just think that the show needs to be done. I honestly won't be upset if it gets canceled. I'll be praying to the heaven above if it gets canceled. So <clears throat> to hope my prayers are answered. And also, my your prayers got answered, City Girl. So we up back again because JT is back. And she came back hard with a single. And she's addressing everything that happened while she was in jail. Yeah, bitch. I was one of the people that reported that she was pregnant by the CEO, okay? Because that was the rumor that was going around, okay? And we don't know for that rumor not to be true. We don't know what could have happened. We don't know where the baby could have went, Okay? But what I do know is that JT can rap. The song by herself is dope. She actually needs to go solo. Young Miami can just have this baby, take care of this baby, and just be with this baby. Ain't you know? Ain't thought. I know everybody keeps saying, "Well, she said she ain't want to rap anyway." Blah blah blah. Yeah, but she's not even trying. You know, like she gets on the track, she yells, she's off beat. Like it just doesn't flow. And, you know, when I'm listening to JT, she got flow. Like, she's flowing. She's spitting some shit. She's making sure that she can still incorporate the word period and anything. Like, that bitch is, that bitch is good. So, that's something else that I'm going to pray on. going to pray on basketball wise getting canceled. And I'm going to pray on JT going solo. And when JT goes solo, I mean, she's going to be all right. Honestly. Now, that honestly, to me, she may be a baby trainer, in my opinion. She may be a baby trainer just based off of, like, she looks to me like she can't get nasty. She starts performing by herself, like, dancing. You know, we don't need young Miami there to twerk or whatever the fuck that she was doing. JT can handle it on her own. And um, I feel that JT will body anybody. Um, She can have maybe some futures, but... It don't need to be that young Miami. No, just let her, just let her be with her rude-ass, disrespectful-ass nigga and have a baby. Pretty much. That's all she needed to do, just be with that rude-ass nigga. And, you know, I'm at work, so I see all this shit on Twitter trending. And as my coworker, I'm like, who is this boy that um, fabulous daughter is with? And she's like, oh, G Herbo. And I'm like, oh, okay. What the fuck does he do? Because I can't keep up with these younger people. So she's like, oh, he raps or whatever. He's from Chicago, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, it's something that I should know that he sings like or raps. Like, am I not listening to 
She's like, well, you know, he don't really have nothing mainstream, whatever, whatever. I'm like, okay, cool. That's probably why I don't know him. But then I go on Twitter and I just see that he's trending. I'm like, how the fuck is this little boy trending? Like, what the fuck is he in? So then she tells me the story about the baby mother. So I never thought or put nothing together. I seen, you know, this little site has Ari or whatever. And I'm like, okay, I've you know this girl, seen her. She's been with the boxer boy that lives in Baltimore. Great. Whatever. They're together. But I didn't know that her baby father was the boy that's dating Fabulous Daughter. So I'm like, okay, this is coming together now. Like, I'm getting this shit together. So his baby mother, Ari, writes as long as Post. Like, oh, I just told you I didn't want that girl around my son. Blah, 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 blah. You know, typical baby mother shit. So when I look at the video that she so-called is so upset about, the girl is not even really doing anything. The girl is just sitting there, like, looking at this nigga, like, oh, nigga, this is what you're doing with your kid? Like, okay, you dancing like this, rapping, whatever. That's the way I took it. I didn't took it as her looking at the baby like, oh, shit, I got to deal with this, this nigga. Like, I didn't look at all of that. And, you know, when things don't go our way, we have to stop bringing up whatever bitches did and who they done fucked. Because... You probably done fucked by the same as many niggas that she done fucked. So stop coming up and, you know, telling on your sister's pussy. That's your sister. That's your black sister, okay? Even y'all may not be homegirls. Y'all may not be the best of friends, but she your sister. It's a bond there, okay? You can't be telling all the business. Like, you wasn't a part of the business, too. Now, nah, you can't do that. So I just thought that was all wrong and all form it's like you know we don't need to know that she fucked this nigga from out his crew because maybe he don't care about that maybe he sees something else that he likes okay so maybe when she got with him she done changed the homies is not of interest to her anymore who knows you never know we're going through a bitch mind but what you won't do is keep blasting her pussy out there like yours ain't had no blast to it too okay don't do that but I'm just sitting here listening and looking at this shit. And I'm just like, damn, these little motherfuckers is trending. They only, what, 25, 26? And they trending with this weak-ass shit because his new girlfriend gifted him a necklace with his grandmother in it. And he cried, listen, bitches. If niggas ain't crying when you giving them gifts, that means your gifts is whack as fuck. They cheap. Because this nigga boo-hooed, Okay. He boo-hoo so bad, he had to put his hands over it. You know, when niggas start putting their hands over their eyes, they getting a good cry out. That means that shit really meant a lot to him. That means that shit you gave him, you if you didn't think you was his bitch, but you his bitch. Like, you his bitch. So, I'm just looking at the video. He crying. I'm like, oh, this is so nice. And then... I'm reading that baby mother post, and I'm like, damn, this nigga ain't shit. You know, the, the baby mothers will make the niggas that you think is the best. They will make these niggas not shit in 2.5 seconds. All it takes is a post. So I'm reading the post. I'm like, damn, this nigga ain't shit. He grimy. Damn, he did all of that. That's fucking crazy. Ooh, I can't believe that bitch with him. Like, they would turn your whole narrative of a nigga. So I'm just like, okay, this is just too much. Like, what the fuck are they really arguing about? Like, at fucking 26 and 27, I wasn't arguing about that. I don't even think I had the energy in me to argue with no shit like that. Like, no. So, 
they got this story going and guess she deleted the post or whatever. And meanwhile, the baby father, G Herbo, and his girl, they in the helicopter finishing the birthday celebrations. Ain't thought, ain't read about it, ain't comment about it. That's how you know their relationship is secure. That he got a secure woman and he's secured in his relationship and he happy now and he ain't thought about what the fuck the baby mother ran. Ain't thought. When something like that occurs, baby mother, you just need to drop it. Just at this point, just go back to that nigga, that fighting nigga that try to break up every other month or every other day and just call it call it what it is. Like, cause at this point, G Herbo, he has definitely moved on, bitch. He cried. He cried over a gift. Now she did tell us that the baby father had herpes and shit, so we hope that he don't give it to the cute, fabulous daughter, but you never know. He probably going to get that shit. I don't know what the fuck they doing, but that's what the baby mother said. Listen, the baby mother got more info than anybody, than the blogs, than anybody, okay? They will come up with some shit. Even if the shit may not be believable, they will make that shit believable, okay? They will make that shit believable so bad that that nigga probably won't have no friends. None. Not one, okay? Because she wants him to be the best baby father he can ever be. So, so then, hmm. Okay, so I saw a video where Fantasia said she married her husband in three weeks. I thought that was cute. I thought that was beautiful. Um, They waited to have sex when they got married. I mean, honestly, at this age... Dating is hard for me. For me, it is. Like, I don't like to talk on the phone, for real. And, like, these niggas be calling and shit. And I be like, the fuck they want to talk about? And, you know, I'm like, I like to text. But, you know, dating or marrying your somebody you met in three weeks, like, I think that's really taking a risk on love. Or you just at the age where you just like, fuck it, I'm going to take this risk. And... I don't know if they're, you know, you're, I feel like you're still in the phase of getting to know each other. Like, you're still, you know, trying to figure out this and that. I think three weeks to get married is a lot. Um, and it's absurd. But I guess when you're a certain age, you don't wait anymore. You just do what you need to do. You take it to that next level and you're, you know, getting married. Now, do marriages like that last a long time? Who's to say? I mean, look at Kim Kardashian. She Her marriage was only 72 days. So this one with Fantasia, I think, has been going on for a while or so. Oh, excuse me. So I think they'll be okay. Um, I, I just can't see myself marrying somebody in three weeks. Like, I can't even see myself doing that. Like, I still can't even see myself really dating. Like, even, like, being on a date with a guy. I probably, honestly, wouldn't really know what to do. I probably would be more as nervous than him. But, you know, to each his own. I guess everyone falls in love at a different time. And everyone just has a different feeling about love a different feeling about how things should go down and i guess you know when you're like in your 30s and almost hitting your 40s you know you don't have 
I guess you feel like you don't have that much time or society puts this clock on you where it's like, okay, you're here, you're this age, you're working here. Why don't you have this to complete this? Why don't you have that? So I think that's the sum of it too. And then, you know, the social media, everything you see people that you knew that you hung out with and you're like, oh shit, they're married. They're doing this. They're doing that. Like, you know, how come I'm not doing that? So it's certain things that do come up into play, but I mean, I think three weeks is a lot. Like that's just, that's just not long enough for me at all. So, and then speaking of uh, relationships, so Sin finally admits and talks about the breakup with Joe Button. You know, she basically said it was her decision and she wanted to do it. At this point, girl, we ain't thought. Joe Button ain't thought. <laughs> if you thought he did when he didn't, but he did, he ain't thought. Okay. Um, Joe even said on a podcast, you know, why they broke up, you know, he didn't say why, but you know, he just put in perspective that it was her choice. Um, at the end of it all, I mean, sin, she's only 26. So, I mean, she has this baby, baby's beautiful. I'm sure Joe is going to step up to the plate and be a father, but I feel like him proposing the things that he did was for him to secure another bag. Like, he saw that he can secure the bag, podcast, Spotify. He needed more bags coming in. So, he learned to secure them. Uh, Sin has just really been through the toe. I mean, (laughs) Erica Mena that got married to Safari. She's pregnant. Joe Button was at the uh, wedding. Like, it's just a lot, but... I never really saw them going anywhere. They weren't like my favorite couple. They were just there, you know, like she's just a beautiful girl. She's with Joe Button. It is what it is. But ideally, we think that Joe Button and Tahiri should be together. You know, we love Tahiri. She's beautiful. She's gorgeous. Bodies, all that. We can tell that she loved Joe Button when they were together. That's the only person that I can see Joe Button with. The only person that I can imagine Joe Button spending a majority of his time with is her. Nobody else. I can't. Nobody else. Um. So the Hip Hop Awards, they were whack. That's another thing they need to cancel. They're not going to bring it back to how it used to be back in the day. We don't need it. The performances was okay. The show was dry. Little Duval, he tried his best to make people laugh, whatever. It just doesn't need to be anymore, I don't think. I mean, the big name time artists are not on there. I really honestly think the show now is made for newer artists. It's for people to get to, you know, know them a little bit better than do their singles, whatever. Um, the Little Kim performance was good. Uh, she, of course, looked a little out of breath, but... She did what she had to do, (laughs) which is come and perform to let everybody know that she's the queen of hip-hop, okay? The mother of all mothers. She look good. Um, Megan Thee Stallion look good, of course. Makes my girl, the baby, look good. You know, like, certain people was looking good. Certain people was looking all that. So, can't really complain too much. Um, But I do honestly feel that it needs to be canceled. I don't think it needs to be um, it's nothing really that exciting. I mean, it was trending on Twitter, but it wasn't like it was giving us that much trends. It wasn't all that. So, Wendy Williams is saying that Diddy sent a girl group to beat her ass back in the 90s. And I wonder what girl group that was. Because the only people that I can think of was probably Total. And... <laughs> Diddy... 
If Diddy really hired some girls to go and beat your ass, Wendy Williams, honestly, <laughs> it's honestly funny as fuck. Like, I could just imagine Diddy like, all right, y'all, so we can't stop, we won't stop until we bring our ass down. So y'all got to make sure y'all walk over the Brooklyn Bridge, her house. So, like, I could just imagine him giving directions and just telling them what to do, how to find you. Like, this shit, it's not funny. But when you think of it, it's very laughable. Like, why the fuck would Diddy send this army group over there to beat your ass? Like, why? And then, why would you not? You was crying, talking about she was. What was you scared of, girl? You was scared it was. I guess she was scared they was going to beat her ass. Girl, they was not going to beat your ass, okay? Diddy did not send nobody over there to beat your ass. There's no way that Diddy had that much power to send motherfuckers over there. And then, if them grown-ass motherfucking women went over there to beat your ass, that's the problem, too. Because why would the fuck would they listen to Diddy and go over there to want to fight you? You must have been saying some some horrible ass shit about them for Diddy to send them over there to beat your ass. That's the thing. What the fuck was you saying, Wendy? You said it's going to be in this book. So good. I can't wait to read the book to hear exactly what you were saying about them or about somebody because I know that's what went down. You said something about something and then it happened and then Diddy sent the cuckoo. He did the cuckoo. That's the call. And he had the bitches lining up. Okay, and they was ready to line your ass up. That's something. That's something else. I ain't even think that Diddy would do some shit like that. But that's really something else. So let me get this straight. So Takashi six nine, he in jail. He snitching on our boy from the fucking deli man making the sandwiches to the motherfucking pizza guy. He snitching. But his snitching then got him. A fucking record deal. And I'm just like, how is this possible? But the thing is, he did say that when he gets out of this, he's going to be the most popular. He's going to be popping like he's going to be the shit. And I'm guessing maybe he's this shit because of his fan base. I don't even follow the little nigga. I literally heard one song by him and that's the song with Nicki Minaj. But other than that, I mean, honestly, this shows some volumes because he comes out, he snitched, he is about to come out banging than ever. He got this record deal. Everybody's talking about him. He's in the media. So he kind of is a smart little motherfucker when you think about it. Now, when niggas get over the snitching, he's probably going to talk about that all in this record deal that he just got. I don't think that he's that dumb. And he's not going to bring it up. But I didn't think snitching got rewarding. Like, I didn't know that was, like, really, really, really a thing. But apparently, it's a thing. So, this is just going to be very interesting to see. Like, this is just going to be very interesting. Right now, it's fucking laughable. But I don't think people really thought that this would be a thing. Like, you snitching. No, niggas is looking for you to kill your ass for real, for real. Like... But you get a record label, get a record deal. So it's a little joke. Now, while a new album did come out, I did happen to listen to it all the way through. And I loved his Breakfast Club interview. 
Wale, when he is in love and when he's going through certain things and he's been gone for a while, he stops observing, he displays it in his music. And I love the album. I love every song on the album. It's not an album that you can put on just to ride out to. It's maybe an album that you could put on when you're about to come back home. It settles you down. He's speaking some shit. Um, he got all the people on there that we like, features. And for this to be his sixth album, I know that he wants a Grammy. And I think that this would be an album that would get him that Grammy. It's a nice body piece of work. Um it's not one of my favorite Wale albums, but it's probably in that rank somewhere. And I really appreciate Wale. I appreciate, you know, him honestly just being real. Like, when I watched that Breakfast Club interview, I'm like, yo, this nigga really from D.C. Like, he a D.C. nigga for sure. But, you know, people have this perspective about him. Like he said that, you know, he's nasty, he's arrogant, he's mean or whatever the case may be. But he's really just a real down-to-earth guy. And I really uh, appreciate Wale. So if you haven't listened to the album, y'all, I definitely recommend it. It's a really good one. Um, and be a young boy, he got something out too. I think I'm going to take a listen to my people keep tweeting and telling me about it. So, you know, we'll see. But, you know, with the whole Basketball Wives thing, you know, it just definitely needs to be canceled. I know Shawnee is trying to have this platform to show black women and doing certain things. But I think, you know, this last season has really taken a toll on the franchise. So it just needs to be done with. Okay? Done. So what you want to do Instagram is remove the activity tab. So niggas is really upset about that. Because they always wanted the activity tab apparently shows what someone is doing, what someone um, shows who this person has followed, who this person, what this person commented on and like. And that's for the nosy motherfuckers. I didn't even know what the fuck the activity tab was. I'm like, what is that? Why are people so stressed? But apparently Instagram, you done fucked up and they want that shit back. Okay. So that's what you won't do is remove that. And what you won't do... Is eat all the work snacks. So this guy, he brings us donuts. We got cookies. This one particular, then they ate all the damn snacks. She only had about two donuts, five cookies. Like how the fuck you eating all of the work snacks? We need that to last us throughout the rest of the morning. You can't just be going there thinking you're the only one, sis, that needs snacks. We all want snacks, okay? So that's what you want to do. You can't go down there and be eating up all the goddamn work snacks, okay? Like, bring some in for us the next time. Sharing is caring. So, Instagram, you can't just remove the activity button. Niggas' lives is in danger, okay? They destroy at this point. They need to know what's happening with other people, with the people that they follow and Lord, because they nosy as shit, okay? Like me. I didn't even know what it was, but now that I found out what it was, I want it back. So, that's what you won't do. And then what you won't do is eat all the work snacks, Okay? You can't eat all the work snacks. They give us snacks downstairs. Get some of them snacks first and then come over to the work snack. But you only get one donut. Okay, not two donuts. Only one donut. Maybe three cookies. Or two cookies. I go back down there. All the fucking cookies gone. They tell me that such and such ate them all. I say, well, damn. Did she, did she think about leaving any for anybody else? Apparently not. So, guys, 
This is episode 95, Homecoming. I can't wait to go back to Lincoln. Listen, if you don't know anything about Lincoln, Lincoln is the first HBCU. I know a lot of other HBCUs are always trying to doubt that, come at it, whatever. But when I went to Lincoln University, it was one of the best choices of my life. I did get accepted to North Carolina A&T, but I didn't want to go there because a lot of DC people went there. So I was like, look, college is about something different. Let me go. All my good friends that I'm friends with right now are still my homegirls to this day, 10 years plus. And I just love my alma mater. It really taught me a lot. Um, it really showed me a lot. Helped me get, you know, adjusted to the world. Um, I met a lot of different people from all over the place. Um, New York, Philly, Delaware, you know, you name it. So it is really always good to go back home, as they say. So I just hope everyone has a wonderful uh, weekend. Uh, also, you know, going into the work week for next week. Oh, I did hear that um, Kanye is bringing Sunday service to Howard on Sunday. So the city is about to be lit because it is also Howard homecoming. So whoever gets to enjoy that, please have fun. I know Kanye is going to be dope. Shit, if I was home, I definitely would have got tickets to it to it to go see it. So, um, yeah. So everyone have a good weekend. Um, if you're at home, come and have fun. Twerk. Get it in. Make all them niggas mad. Okay? All them niggas that wanted you. Then all them niggas that didn't want you. Hmm. Make them mad. Okay, sis. Uh, you can catch us on all platforms. iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeart, Radio for Podcasts, Follow, Instagram pages, Shanghai87, Instagram, Shanghai underscore Chronicles. Uh, so, yet again, follow us, listen to past shows. Have a good weekend, good people. Shout out to Link University, LU in the building, 1854, and I'm out.